I sure hope it's not one of the bad outcomes on this sheet that I have to roll a dice God. for every week. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he has a sheet, Parker. I hate all of this. <laughs> Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clayer. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And Alex Sennard. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Uh... Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker and Alex. And we watch Smiley, a very timely and current film that uh, will live on forever. Say the thing. Say you did it for the lulz. Say it. No, no. You can't make me do that. Well, you know, when I watched this movie, I thought of three people. The two of you and the QAnon guy. <laughs> that's actually our entire listener base, too. Oh, my God. That, that's the next Blumhouse movie. Wow, it's weird that all of our listens are coming from Thailand. <laughs> Could you imagine a Blumhouse QAnon? You guys. Oh, I would be so Don't happy. put that in my head. <laughs> okay. Uh... QAnon's just Slenderman for boomers anyways. It's not that hard. Right. Okay, uh, do we have any jerks of the week? Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) Yeah, you fucking think? (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Why don't you go first, Parker? Yeah, I got a jerk of the week. This guy's name's Larry. He's supposed to be a health inspector, and he's fucking farting everywhere? Yeah, okay. Makes sense You think this is how we got sick, dude? Yeah! This is patient zero. This fucking dipshit pissing and shitting everywhere. Can you imagine Larry the Cable Guy going and telling his redneck jokes in Wuhan, and that's the reason we're all sick right now? <laughs> it's like the video of the K-pop performers performing North Korea for the first time. He's just standing up there talking about farting. <laughs> staring dead-eyed at him. So, other than that, how did you like cars? movies were a mistake we should stop watching uh alex who's your jerk of the week all right my jerk of the week is this is a serious one guys you know we spend a lot of time on this podcast you know talking about how much we love bullies and media but bullying is a serious thing like you know we we might joke a lot but like let let no one let no one mistake the fact that uh that, that bullies are a serious menace to society. And that's why my jerk of the week is Crab and Goyle. You see, so... So, my girlfriend and I have been playing this fucking cooperative Harry Potter game, which is actually a lot of fun. Like, it's like a deck-building game where you play through all the years of Hogwarts, and, like, each time, like, new cards get added to the game and shuffled in with everything else. And every time we've played a fucking year, we shuffle the deck of villains, and the final boss is Crab and Goyle. <laughs> <laughs> the bulk and skull of Hogwarts. 
It's like, all right, guys, we're going to win. As long as we beat this last menacing enemy, we've defeated the Dementors and the Death Eaters and all the Malfoys. And, oh, yep, it's those fucking bullies from our guys when we were 11. Four lines in seven books. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that you get to be with her again. <laughs> Nature is truly healing. <laughs> These oh, fucking shit. greasers just keep showing up at our school and making a mess of our pots and pans. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my jerk of the week is the guy who played Hagrid in the uh, Harry Potter movies. Uh, not because he came out and defended J.K. Rowling's new book, uh, but because it turns out he doesn't have that beard and hair in real life. And it was really weird what seeing him fuck? without it. That's also. If we could talk seriously about J.K. Rowling's new book, why the fuck is it 950 pages? <laughs> I sure hope that's not an outcome in the game of games this year. It fucking rules. It's like, oh, it's like book five in a series, and no one has heard of a single one of them. Get fucked forever. <laughs> I mean, people are surprised. Already. It's a British book. That's like the plot to all their stuff. So, <laughs> glad she's writing comedy yeah. now. <laughs> and then a man dresses up. Yeah, I've seen it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he took a polyjuice potion or something. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what we watched recently. I'll try to make this somewhat quick, because I know we want to talk about Smiley so much. Um, now, Parker, think back to the list. You know the list implicitly, as if it was part of your DNA structure. Now, uh... Remember how when I first started doing it, I had like a secret hack where I was going to watch all the shortest movies first? It's not a secret hack. It's my speedrunning strat that I developed. Movie watchers hate him. <laughs> anyway, uh, this time I, I don't know, I was kind of bored. I was like, what if I go in reverse? What if I watch like the longest one on there? The longest one on, that, on there is actually a television show. It's called The Kingdom. And uh, it's... Was it? It's eight episodes long. Each episode is about an hour or so. And I put it on, and the whole thing is in Danish, and it's directed and written by Lars von Trier. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Why would you? Okay. And I kind of loved it. Oh, I guess if it I'd... is TV, you're not going to get the fun penis mutilation I've grown accustomed right. to with him. <laughs> well, that's the thing about it is... Uh, what I have seen from Lars von Trier, I have not liked. I don't like Lars von Trier as a director. I don't like Lars von Trier as a person. Um, I think the world would be a better place without Lars von Trier. But The Kingdom is actually pretty good. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but Parker, this like nine-hour Danish television show that's like a hospital drama, you might be kind of into it. It's uh, it's actually kind of worth watching. I was uh, sort of it was sort of like a, what if we took Twin Peaks and put it in a Danish hospital? I could see. Uh, Silent Hill references, bingo, and uh, I, I had a good time. I uh, I heard one keystroke there, and I'm terrified <laughs> from it. It was not me. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Just looking at filmography, I bet he hasn't seen that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, The Kingdom, actually pretty good. Uh, most of all, opening theme song, kind of slaps. So then I watched Red State. Uh, Parker, you sold this to me. He didn't sell it to me. You forced it down my throat. Uh, as, Correct. Uh, did you know Kevin Smith directed a horror movie? Now... Let me back you up. You say A, singular. Are no, you sure you want Liar's Hell to end, buddy? No, here's the thing. It's called Liar's Hell, and you told a lie. You said he directed a horror movie. This is a thriller. 
So, oh, excuse me, uh, I'm sorry. You get penalized right, well. with another assignment. And, no. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I will say it's defensible for you because Red State was certainly marketed as a horror movie. If you look at any of the trailers and the posters and stuff like that, it kind of looks like, oh, look, we made Saw and we put it in uh, Bible Belt. Yeah, it's scary. And uh, when you watch it, there are certain points where like, oh, now here's it's going to turn into a horror movie. And it doesn't. Uh, I honestly, I, this is one of the ones where it really is more of a thriller than a horror, and even then, it's not particularly thrilling. Uh, the, I think the most surprising thing is that this is a far more talkative movie than the Downton Abbey movie, which we'll get, which I'll get to. So. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, this uh, thing is so chock full of dialogue. Sorry, God. Would that be uh, Kevin Smith writing that? Uh, yes, I believe so. Weird. <laughs> He's usually good at filming things that aren't people standing in a room talking to each other about how crazy it is so if i could describe the plot which oh, is please. really good uh there are these three guys and they live in a red state you know the midwest where people vote for republicans red means republican just wasting time here and uh they're in high school and they want to get lead and they none of the girls will sleep with them <laughs> so they go on to like Same. one of those dating app things and uh it's one of those like really shitty ones and it's like, oh, there are girls nearby who want to have sex with your body or something. I'm like, okay, let's go in on it. And uh, this this woman that they meet up with gets them drunk and kidnaps them and takes them to her cult, which is basically the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, here's the thing. Apparently this movie takes place in the same universe that the Westboro Baptist Church takes place in. And uh, these guys are considered so much worse. Uh, I don't know if this takes place in the View Askewniverse. No one says Snoochie Boochies, and they didn't reference this in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. So, oh, man, he he dodged a bullet. You've had to complete the series, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I I haven't seen most of his movies when I look at his filmography. I mean, I've seen oh? the entire collection. <laughs> hey, uh, Siri, open NFL.com for me. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they get kidnapped, and then they're like their lead preacher, the guy who's supposed to be. Um, fred phelps or the equivalent of fred phelps uh he he starts talking about how we've got to cleanse sin from the nation and he talks about this for approximately an hour and 35 minutes and this is where you think you're going to be scared like the kids trapped in the cage someone else is like tied to uh a cross the special effects budget considering he only spent five thousand dollars on the special effects special effects are pretty good this is a really good low budget movie but it's too talkative, and the you know the suspense kind of drips away. Anyway, um, the police are called to investigate. Uh, Westboro Baptist Church equivalent kills some of the police, so the feds come in, led by John Goodman. And John Goodman plays J.K. Simmons in this movie, which is a very good thing. And he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, this movie doesn't really have any good people. Uh, the ending sort of reminds me of the ending from Burn After Reading, which I'm very happy about. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's okay, Parker. I don't think you'll hate it because I didn't hate it either. It's just a little too talkative. It I, I don't think this is a horror movie. It's uh, it is a movie. I'd say it's one of the better Kevin Smith movies that I've seen, but uh, that's not a very high bar to clear. So uh, yeah, Red State, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Chris, what was that original ending? Uh, the, the original ending, they were going to go with a Cabin in the Woods ending, you know, where it's like, oh, it really is the rapture, which means there is no point to this movie being made. 
Can you imagine Kevin Smith filming literal demons and angels coming down? Uh, wh- wh- Probably would have been really good. What What do you mean? I have seen Dogma. <laughs> he almost anyway. stepped in that bear trap. I tried. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he, oh, one more thing about Red State, I guess. Um, I guess two things is one, I do have a lot to say about it, as I just said here, but it could never be an episode because it's just not interesting enough. And the other thing is, everyone in the movie talks with a southern accent, a pronounced one, and I couldn't make a single oh, "that's Parker" joke because it's not a Texas accent, and this is where it became it became like really distinguishable. So, Parker, you're safe from me making fun of your voice. Oh, I'll give it time. That makes one of us. Until I watch the Downton Abbey movie, and everyone talks like Parker. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, hey, y'all, uh, the governor's coming over. We got to make a four course meal. That's how we all talk. <laughs> <laughs> Down here okay. at the downtown Abbey. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I have to admit, um, when you assigned this to me, Alex, I kind of was operating under the uh, the misapprehension that you had seen the entire series, and thus, if I had said, "Oh yeah, I've seen the Downton Abbey movie," then you would have been like, "Oh sweet, now I can finish watching it. And I can watch it with my girlfriend, and we'll be happy," and uh, or something like that. I have seen maybe two complete episodes of the series. I remember my mom really liked it. And uh, Chris, do you remember what the actual reason I signed this to you was when I told you? No, what was it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> my brain went, what's the most British movie you can think of? <laughs> well. I have not seen this show. <laughs> it is a... Uh, Apparently the show's a masterpiece. Everything I looked up online because I had to be like, okay, who is the Dowager? Uh, <laughs> apparently the show won a, a whole bunch of awards and people like it. I don't like the intro theme song. I don't like that stupid little ringy bell. I don't like the, that butler with the deep voice going, the Lord's coming down to the castle or whatever. I, you know, I think the show would have been a whole lot better if it was a completely different show. So, uh, not necessarily a fan, but uh, a friend helped me out here my good friend rebecca clark who i've mentioned on the podcast before sent me like a video that explains the plot that showed at the elmo draft house before the movie aired so it's like i didn't need to watch the entire show thank god uh so parker uh i think no. i mentioned this to you no are, are you <laughs> are you ready uh i would like to describe the plot of the downton abbey movie as you describe the plot to dragon ball you oh you, you still want to do this? do you want yeah. to go uh same, at the time? same time yeah yeah do you think we can uh, do this absolutely how far do you you know what you just tell just, me when to just stop. go to we go just feel it absolutely okay. Okay, so it. this little monkey boy, he's, All right. in they just find him in the woods, which right? Is about like and his grandpa and trained him in martial arts, and his grandpa's dead now. Buckingham Palace informs Robert Ford Crawley, the Earl and Countess of Grantham, like, obviously, oh that King George V and Queen Mary will visit Downton Abbey during the royal tour of Yorkshire. Violet Crowley, the Dowager Countess of Grantham, is perturbed that Maude, Lady Bagshaw, Mary's Lady of Lady, is included in the tour. Robert is once-dressed in Clarissa's relatives. The two families have one of the additions Wearing Maud's estate. Very little clothes the royal household Japan staff arrived, in including Mr. Like, Wilson oh, and Royal Page at the back stairs, which is what Let they call the, the butler for teenage girl one of the butlers like for the king. Apparently, you two bunny. It's fine. You can't have just I one. love random Mrs. Ward, the royal housekeeper, Mrs. Lawton, the queen's royal dresser, who's constantly showing her vagina to this old man. Richard Ellis, the king's royal dresser. He turns into a monkey or something. Everyone except for Ellis was dismissive. And then there's a pig that changes shape. He also wants to fuck the teenager. And that's funny. All these people wanting to fuck this teenager is living on the 
hilarious. Kind of like in Get Out. And then there's a cat, anyway, and the cat also changes shape, and the cat's partner with Yamcha. The young Yamcha also that. wants to fuck anyway, the teenager, it gets kind of but he's scared of girls, like because I'm also scared of girls. Happening. And, and he's going to uh, use this magical you know, dragon that can grant any wish on Earth, so he's not scared of girls, so he can stop jacking off. But then he doesn't get to not be scared of girls and jack off, because the pig monster wishes for underwear. Because anyway, it's man, Japan, his and name is Major Chetwode, arrives in Downton Abbey. And then uh, Krillin village. shows up. <laughs> Seeking out the Grantham Tigers. <laughs> Tom Branson. Anyway. Uh, Alright, that covered seven episodes. Alex, the, the plot that I just told you is what happens in the movie. I couldn't really get into it. Uh, I, I have nothing to say about Downton Abbey. I wasted two hours. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I've almost watched Downton Abbey before, because that's where Dan Stevens got to start. I was like, yep. I want to see All this right. man in a frilly suit talking a hoity-toity accent that might that might trigger something in me i don't know about yeah um i'm gonna skip a couple of these because they're not quite as interesting as smiley which doesn't say much about them now parker (laughs) parker one for you um i think you said you watched the the newest bill and ted recently not yet i was gonna do it this week and then i didn't because I didn't grow up with them, so I'm in no real rush to get to okay. it. Okay, well, here's the thing. America has long loved two adorable dumbasses. You know, Beavis and Butthead, Wayne and Garth, Cheech and Chong, Leopold and Loeb, Rosenbergs. Uh, so, <laughs> Bill and Ted, you know, they should be right up there. I like the first Bill and Ted movie. It's okay. Uh, that was kind of cute. I had never seen the sequel, so I'm like, okay, this new one came out, and people were saying it, it gave them hope for the future. Yeah, I don't fucking get that, That's, man. Uh, <laughs> this is what we needed time like this it's two 50 year old men saying bogus it's okay guys yeah so so anyway bill and ted um in their bogus journey get killed cool so i don't have to watch any more of these movies (laughs) that's what i thought anyway they come back from the dead because uh they 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 play uh twister in battleship with death you know like uh playing chess with death but they do with uh little board games instead anyway uh it's okay uh i I wouldn't say that i really like the movie but i kind of respect certain things that they do uh it kind of feels like it's parodying itself and uh i'm into that because apparently when the sequel was announced everyone who was involved with the first one was like no we don't want to do that we want to make different movies they're just like come on we made a lot of money let's make more money they're like okay we'll do a bunch of silly things and when they said okay let's kill off bill and ted in the first act everyone on board was like okay you know let's see where you're going this uh i kind of feel that both characters bill and ted should have been combined to form one character named bill because alex winter is the funnier of the duo keanu reeves is not very good in this movie uh I don't know what Alex Winter is doing, but he's doing it very, very funny. I think the one of my favorite scenes that kind of just embodies what this movie is about is uh, they're dead and they're going with the Grim Reaper and they meet God. And uh, there's, they're thanking God for all the really gnarly things that he's done, like making all those planets, you know, Earth, but the other ones too, man, Jupiter, Saturn, don't forget Uranus. And they look at each other and they do an air guitar solo because they made a Uranus joke in front of God. Uh, that's, that's pretty much what this movie is. And, uh, it's fine. It's okay. I wouldn't say that it gave me hope for the future, but maybe I have to watch the third one in order to get hope for the future. Look, I'm sure if I grew up with these like I did watching Wayne's World a hundred times, I'd have a different opinion. It's just like, these are fine. Like, I get it. It's just not for me. 
Yeah, That's another uh, example of, like, coming into this fresh at 30 is probably not the optimal way to view Bill and Ted. <laughs> That's probably true, but, uh, Parker, I think you have a little bit more experience with, uh, maybe the musical scene that surrounds these movies, oh uh, you know, Faith lo- No More. It's very funny to me that Bill and Ted 1 comes out, like, the very end of the 80s, and it's all still, like, glam metal and shit, and then two years later, it's nothing but grunge and alternative yeah. rock. Which it feels like they were made 45 years apart from each other. Which I'm into, and I couldn't tell if this was a parody or something, and I know I'm a little bit older than you, so I can't say, who, what were people talking about in 1991, but why do they keep saying station? So apparently, the writer tweeted this, like, when they were just doing the script, they just accidentally, when they were deleting, like, external shot, police station, they just forgot to delete the word station, and they were just super tired and thought it was funny. It just kept saying it over and over again. Oh my god. I don't goodness. fucking know, man. That is that's really bizarre. They keep saying is. station. I thought it was a plot point. I actually I know what I thought it was. I thought it was like a line from a very famous Faith No More song. Nope. Station They were fucking sleepy. <laughs> I do sort of appreciate with Bogus Journey that it's just like we could just do the same movie, but like just do something fucking weird. Just have them die and then meet robot clones of themselves from the future and then there's all these aliens like i don't know if i loved it by any means but at least it tried something different because nine times out of ten it's just the same movie again but we get different famous people from the past yeah i, I mean i respect you know, it they it's, tried it's not really for me um a also, couple movies wins world doesn't work if you have two garths right that's a good point they're yeah. the same person <laughs> the whole movie uh anyway uh i watched a few movies with my family um, I I put on uh, Blazing Saddles because my sister had never seen it. Um, oh, so Josh was over. <laughs> I did get to visit Josh at his place, and uh, we didn't watch Blazing Saddles. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's good to put that on again. And uh, I, I told Josh that they're remaking Blazing Saddles, and he's still in denial. It's like, no, they're calling it Blazing Samurai. It's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, sure it's not, buddy. So I was sure hope pl- that one doesn't have a cat voice by George Lopez. <laughs> anyway, put uh, the die away. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to put on They Live for my family because I don't think they had seen it. I was like, well, you know, we should all watch They Live. It's a good movie. And instead, I, I saw a different movie on my hard drive. I'm like, oh no, we're watching One Cut of the Dead. Uh, they loved One Cut of the Dead. They were laughing so much harder than they did at Blazing Saddles, which is uh, a good sign. Um, I really like that movie. I, uh, which is no surprise. I've talked about it before, but, uh, that, that's one that I don't think I'm ever going to get sick of. It's so fucking good. Yeah. But it's, I hate that it's so hard to pitch people. Like, what's it about? Like, you don't understand. You just have to watch it and just let it wash over you. Also, it's another language and also none of you have shutter. It's fine. We'll <laughs> sit at my house. <laughs> that's... We'll watch it with me. Don't put your phone down. Put, no, you have to watch it. No, I know it's, you don't understand. You don't get film. <laughs> that, that's one of the ones where it's absolutely worth getting, like, the, the Blu-ray. Uh, so I'm very happy about that movie. I'm happy that they enjoyed it. And then, kind of as a joke, you remember I mentioned Phantasm to you? Uh, my dad said, oh, you should assign Parker Phantasm. And I'm like, hey. I have a feeling he's already seen it. <laughs> that's why you asked me, you motherfucker. Yeah, my, my <laughs> hey, dad- have you seen this, like, as a joke? My, <laughs> my, my dad kind of gets into the game of games. He doesn't listen actively, but uh, he likes Maybe the either. idea of forcing people to watch bad movies. 
And so that's why he came up with uh, My Dinner with Andre, Sorceress, and now Sorceress is a good movie, though, actually. (laughs) That's what he says, too. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, Phantasm is... uh, I I put it on kind of like as a joke. Uh, I did not know it started with a sex scene in a graveyard, so my sister was a little uncomfortable. Um, Anyway, the audio got desynced, so we couldn't finish. I was like, oh, come on. So I put it on my computer. It worked fine there. Um... I have to admit, it got better as it went on. I wouldn't say I hated it. Uh, I've definitely seen better. Definitely seen a lot better. <laughs> definitely seen so much better. But I've also seen a little bit worse. You know, this isn't anywhere near as bad as like Sleepaway Camp or like Smiley. So uh, yeah, fantastic. Hey. Just <laughs> looking at like the Wikipedia scene, like yeah, it took them like a year to film this, and they would just like grab people on weekends. Like yeah, I get it. You can kind of probably like shouldn't exist. Like, it's... Uh, some of the gore is really, uh, I guess, impressive. Like those silver balls that fly and they get into your face and then like the blood spurts out and everything. That's interesting. Uh, apparently, I think the reason this is so big in the in the horror community is the tall man where he says "boy," and uh, people really go for that and they like it or something. That really uh, does like- sum up the horror community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like that. <clears throat> it's like we don't have money to explain these things, so like. I just film this weird thing and then cut to the next scene. Fucking, they'll figure it out. Yeah. So here's the thing about the way that it's edited. For the for about the first eight minutes, I couldn't tell that the audio was desynced because the editing is so haphazard. Turns out, Park, you want to hear a really scary story? Absolutely. The original cut of Phantasm was over three hours. Okay. <laughs> That's unnecessary. Now, Parker, you wouldn't believe what I just downloaded off the internet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, if director's cuts are on the table, one the old Rolodex here, you want to play dirty. Uh, no. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Phantasm was uh, mediocre at best. And uh, the last one I watched is I woke up a little early today after my nap, and I was uh, able to find time to squeeze in Near Dark, a 1987 movie oh, by buddy, Catherine oh, nice. Bigelow. Nice. So it, man, I I kind of feel like I missed out on an opportunity because usually when you guys watch a movie like this, you're like, oh, Chris hasn't seen it. I get to describe how Lance Henderson is in it and Bill Paxton. And and, uh, it's like, wow, it's so cool and stuff like that. But uh, I'll just do this for listeners at home. Near Dark is an actual good movie, which is kind of nice. The basic idea here is it's a vampire road movie. Um, apparently Catherine Bigelow wanted to make it a vampire western. She did not succeed. Uh, but it is a good vampire road movie. There's this guy, uh, played by, I guess, Adrian Pastor. And, uh, he's a down-home country bum. And he gets bit by a very pretty, uh, lady vampire. And he has to join their merry band. It's kind of like if the Lost Boys grew up. Actually, I actually haven't seen that movie. I mean, I've seen it multiple times. Anyway, uh, so they, so he has to join their merry band, led it's by... funny, because every time I hear Lost Boys, I think of that show with Pontius and Steve-O. <laughs> you mean Wild Boys? Yes! Anyway, yeah. Um, they have to, he has to join their merry band of Wild Boys, and they go around the Midwest doing stunts and biting people on the neck. So... An interesting thing about this movie that I really like is that Bill Paxton is on the cover, despite not being the main antagonist or the main protagonist. He's just giving the best performance in the movie. Uh, This, the man who would go on to star in Twister. Anyway, uh, he's he's a a crazy, really violent vampire. Uh, There's a little kid vampire. And uh, the whole time his family is searching for him and everything. And uh, 
I wouldn't say it's a cute romance. The romance part didn't really work, but I kind of like the fact that they never say the word vampire, and they don't ever have to say, you know, I want to suck your blood, or anything like that. Uh, perhaps the stupidest moment of the movie is the fact that you can just not be a vampire anymore with a blood transfusion. guess that's just in the cards now. Okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, but still pretty good. Uh, I like it more than most uh, James Cameron movies. Dude, that bar, bar scene. Clear. <laughs> I mean, also, yes. Yeah. yeah. That bar scene is a real, like, have you seen this? He just immediately flipping the laptop around, like, no, shut up, just watch this. Yeah, that whole yep. bar scene is real, real good. Uh, this kind of feels like, it feels like a little secret treasure. Apparently, it's somewhat popular. It didn't make any money at the box office, but it was a critical darling. This kind of feels like a movie that you guys would tell me about on the podcast. So, uh, I'm happy that I kind of watched it of my own volition. Sure would have liked to have been assigned this, but, uh... Yeah, we all want to like a lot of different things in life, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of, Alex, what did you watch this week? Alright, well, uh, I'm going to cut this down a little bit, mostly because I didn't log anything because I forgot, so I kind of forgot some of the stuff I watched. It's okay. (laughs) Brain is so goddamn smooth. So, uh, am I, like, the only person that liked Apollo 18? Wait. Is that the found footage one? Yeah, the found footage one. It's alright. I just, you know, I'm a... I'll roll around at any found footage slop, and there's there's that one scene that I know exactly what you're thinking of. It's like, all right, this was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that fucking head just... Pfft. I was like, all yeah. right, you know what? That was worth 85 minutes. I'm good. I don't know. I was really into the the aesthetic and just the experience. I, I don't know. I love dumb space shit. So, like, I'm always down for, like, oh, what if we went to the moon? And, oh, look, the Russians were here. And, oh, he found this dead cosmonaut, and all this stuff is going on. And, like... I was just here for all of it. Like, I, I don't know. It, It's one of those, like, extremely small cross-sections that I feel like... Like, I would never tell somebody else to watch that movie, but, like, it was extremely my shit. See, so. you, you get now, because, like, I like all these. I'm like, every time I've recommended these to any of my friends, they're like, I can't see anything! It's like, okay, well, I'll just keep yeah. this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never recommend it to most normies that I know, but I dug it well enough. Yeah, it's like, it's so much more like an old-timey space period piece than it is an actual, like, horror movie. Because, like, not that much horror stuff happens, and if you're watching for that, you're going to be disappointed. Which, I like, that was the extent of, like, every review I read online. It's like, it's not scary, I'm not scared of the space spiders. It's like, uh, you missed you missed the point, like, man. Were like, you going to be? There's yeah. space spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And... Again, sub ninety minutes on anything. Like you have my attention for exactly that much time and no more. Yeah. (laughs) How long is the movie? Uh seventy five minutes with credits. Oh hit play, motherfucker. Hop in. Let's talk about a movie that's longer than that. About a talking dog voiced by Owen Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know why I came up with this. I don't know. Like 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 I told people I was watching this and like, wait. What the fuck? Owen Wilson voiced a talking dog in a movie I should have heard of, and I have no idea what this is. It's like this movie came from another fucking planet. Like, I like I, I don't know that anyone has ever seen this movie except for me, but now I have, and I'm forced to be stuck with the knowledge that it exists. You see, Owen Wilson voices Marmaduke, who is an awkward dog. Why is he awkward? Because he's like a really, really tall kid at high school. They show us this in a five-minute scene about a really, really tall kid at high school that opens the movie for who knows why. Because, you know, you've probably seen a lot of, like, pet movies, you know, where it's like, oh, the pets are in their own little world, and they're doing, you know, pet things, and the humans don't know what's going on because they, like, they can't talk to the pets, and da 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 
Like, you've all seen that movie. Yeah. And the catch with this one is it's pet high school. Like, so it's just every fucking hackneyed high school trope you can think of, but with dogs. So Marmaduke goes to high school? Marmaduke goes to the dog park, and you see the dog park has clicks like high school, and the purebreds oh, are over here, and all the loser no. dogs are over here, and oh, he fuck. likes the cute border collie, but 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 the the mutt dog likes him, and she tells him about her favorite date spot in the junkyard, and then he ends up taking the border collie there, and she gets really upset, and, blah, 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 blah. and then George Lopez voices a fucking talking cat, and Marmaduke tries to get clout at the high school by t- by tormenting his cat friend there, and he's like, yeah, I'm cool now, and the cat's like, hey man, I can't believe you did that to me, and it's cut that. Uh, <laughs> that was actually a recording of uh, George Lopez himself. Oh, never so. mind. He, he, he could big fan it. of your work, Mr. Lopez. Thank you for taking the time. <laughs> so, Parker, you're a big fan of comics, right? Oh, seems like Why are you taking question. this out on him? <laughs> I just, it's just a question. You like comics, right? Yeah, man. I love it. Is he ever, you ever read the Marmaduke strip where Marmaduke does DDR to a Justin Bieber song? <laughs> you know, I must have missed that issue of the Sunday Funnies. <laughs> that is... Here I thought you were a man who was committed to keeping up with his issues of family circus. You know, my back catalog is just so filled to the brim. What with all this Larry the Cable guy I'm watching? (laughs) (laughs) So, Alex, I have a question about the movie and the visual aesthetic. Uh, Did they go with CGI or did they do like the cats and dogs like flappy mouth thing? You know, I can't tell. (laughs) Wow, it must have been really good CGI. It was, whatever it was, it was the worst version of it. Because, like, they did the flappy mouth thing, but, like, I was looking at the dogs, like, that's a real dog, like, I think. <laughs> I don't think that whole dog is CGI. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who can tell? Man, speaking of cats and dogs, I definitely opened IP Torrents and saw Cats and Dogs 3 and thought, like, are we, play- are we playing this game again? Because I guarantee none of us have seen this. <laughs> Wait, there's a Cats and Dogs 2? That's what I was wondering. Oh, no, there oh, has to be like, a Cats and Dogs Sounds like neither of you guys have seen it, huh? Weird. I saw the first one in theaters. Same. Oh, I remember the, the second one. Josh and I were working at the theater when it came out. There was a bunch of uh, uh, standees for it. <sighs> so anyway, right, Marmaduke... So that's the end of Liar's Hell, not that those are all on the table. <laughs> Marmaduke is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Like, wow. I know it, it, like, legitimately, like... I understand, like, it's a kid's movie, it's not for me, but that's not the problem. The problem is just, like, every part of it is so wholly unenjoyable. Like, there's not a single redeeming quality of this movie. Kind like, of sounds like it, Ed. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> I, so so I thought Ed was hilarious. <laughs> that yeah, yeah I know you In know. a monkey suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's Gary Oldman in a monkey suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this just there's just there's nothing there. It was the kind of movie where it's like we're like I don't know forty five minutes in. I was like we could just turn this off right now, and I could tell them what happens in the rest, and I know for a fact I'd be one hundred percent right. He's like, no, no, let's just let's leave it on. Let's 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 not you know sully the name of the game. Whoa, whoa, and, whoa! Uh, You're telling me that you just started a movie that you didn't enjoy, and you thought, well, I guess I just have to finish it. <laughs> it's so See, weird. The thing is. The thing is, I could have told you everything that was going to happen in this movie at the 20-minute mark, and I would have been 100% right. And I'm not trying to sit there like, ah, yes, I have figured out the Marmaduke movie. It's just that fucking cliche after cliche, like every fucking high school movie you've ever seen that wasn't cool or funny, it was that, but with dogs. 
I'm sorry. I hate this fucking movie. I hate it so much. And it's a good thing for you, Chris, that there are so few movies about CGI animals talking. Yeah. All right, Parker, what did you watch? The first thing you see is Larry the Cable Guy's ass crack. I swear (laughs) to fucking God. (laughs) The movie opens like The Pest. But shittier. Oh god! It's just a fucking Ugh. montage of Larry waking up, scratching his big asshole, <laughs> taking a piss in the shower, fucking cleaning his ear, and then putting the dirty cotton swab back. It's, it's disgusting. Now, Alex, this first five minutes is where I almost broke my computer because <laughs> this is all happening to the opening credits. It's like, ah, oh, Larry the Cable Guy, and then I see. Lisa Lampanelli and I just fucking <laughs> shot put in my phone against the wall. You piece of fucking shit. Oh shit. <laughs> this movie has a lot of fun characters, like uh his neighbor, who's uh mentally challenged. And by mentally challenged, you better believe they just call him retarded the entire movie. There's also the character who's paralyzed, and the joke is he's paralyzed. <laughs> Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> And then there's his boss, who's not gay, but he just calls gay the entire movie. And also gets assigned a partner, who's like a petite, slender woman. So he just calls her a boy the entire movie. When did this come out? That's a good fucking question, man. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. It came out the same year as V for Vendetta. I know this because I was not 17, and we wanted to see V for Vendetta. And the only thing that was playing at the same time was Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. (laughs) So I have bought a ticket to this movie. (sighs) I love that for you. So oh, wait a minute. The, the one time I had to buy a ticket to a different movie to sneak into a movie, oh, and it was say. Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. <laughs> I hope that ticket is, like, framed. It should be. That would have been Close. 05 is when this came out, back when... No, that's post, that's post 9-11. I don't think you could just do some of this shit. Larry the Cable Guy is the embodiment of post 9-11. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, Parker, as his mantra goes, that's funny, I don't care who you are. I wish you could see the look on my face. Well, I'm sure the jokes were good, at least. Yeah. Close your eyes. Imagine how much farting there is. Now, go just quadruple that, because you literally cannot understand how many farts there are. How many farts that segue directly into violent diarrhea. It is the fartiest... This movie, like, has a plot, and I'm pretty sure the plot's, like... Oh shit, all these snooty hoity-toity restaurants All have these fucking cockroach infestations And everything's getting everyone sick So all these rich snooty people keep getting dirty-ass shitty diarrhea Isn't that funny? Take that, liberals Bush got reelected, baby We're gonna live forever It's... I've hated many movies that you guys have assigned me But Jesus Christ <laughs> Before I keep talking about it, let me talk about the one, like, actual laugh that I don't think I was supposed to laugh as hard at. So we see Larry's truck, and you better believe there's a thousand fucking bumper stickers and all that shit, and it's all about God and guns and all that. And there's one, which I thought I misread, so luckily IMDb had it for me. Ted Kennedy's car has killed more people than my gun. I laughed. (laughs) So fucking hard. I don't know if I was supposed to, Wait, but this, I was dying. The, this movie's rated what? PG, right? Oh, but it's a hard PG-13. We're talking about banging all the time. 
Hey, you want me to describe the dream sequence to you? Yes, please. This fucking David Lynchian nightmare. (laughs) So, uh, with all movies of this caliber, Larry, of course, gets a love interest. Some poor, like, female comedian is like, Hey, you're over 30. Pretend to love this disgusting oaf. Sorry about your career. It's really depressing. So he falls asleep, and, like, he's dreaming he's getting this new promotion. Hey, you get this new office, and it's just the most fucking Larry the Cable Guy man cave thing you can imagine. And there's, like, a fucking deer head on the wall. Because, of course, you know, he hunts. Because, hey, we all hunt, right? Am I right, fellas? Love shooting deer. Love God. Love guns. And the deer head starts fucking talking to him like Evil Dead. (laughs) And it's horrifying. And he's like, oh, my God, Kid Rock's here. And Kid Rock's like, hey, man, we're going to go bass fishing. He's like, oh, dude, it's so fucking cool. And then the girl shows up in his dream and lingerie. Like, you're going to go fishing with Kid Rock instead of banging me? And then the deer head looks at him and goes, what are you, queer? And then he wakes up with a boner. Oh. This was my Sunday. (laughs) This is what I watched. At least the Cowboys won for you. This is what I watched before the Cowboys came. There's a scene where uh, his partner gets herself in a pickle. It's like, oh, man, we need a quick distraction. What's that? Larry the Cable Guy dressed as a sheik running in and grabbing her and running off. What? Hey, just imagine the sound effect he made. Yeah, Wait, you got it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Do you, you say dresses as a she or dresses as chic? Oh, chic with that hard. Oh, right, this is an American. You movie. better believe it's just a tablecloth tied around his head, buddy. What the fuck? Hey, uh, really so good. this all yeah. this all just like takes place in a Florida swamp. Take two guesses as to who's the Florida mayor. Just kidding. It's Joel. Joey Pantoliano. You oh. fucking figured it out. <laughs> There's farting. And there's uh-huh. more farting, and there's more farting, and then there's his neighbor whose joke is literally, hey, this guy's retarded, he keeps accidentally hitting himself with a ball, isn't that funny? That happens like four different times, there's more farting again, there's all this of him just being mean to his coworker in a wheelchair. Like, that's the literally the entire punchline, it's just him treating this guy who cannot use his legs like he's a piece of shit. But don't worry, he was actually faking the whole lot of time, so all those jokes were okay. Oh. It's actually cool. <laughs> there goes the faker. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the movie ends. I swear to God. The last frame of the movie is him, you know, every day when Larry wins, he gets the girl. Blah, blah. He looks into the camera, stares directly at you, points at you. Get her done. Credits roll. <laughs> Haunting. <laughs> haunting <laughs> I will never forget this as long as I live <laughs> I Chris I don't know why you assigned this to him that's really fucked yeah, up yeah man it's pretty fucked up Chris how, how how long was this movie about seven and a half hours uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking like this thing barely made it to fucking 85 there's so many montages like oh we need to pad some time just put some shitty country music over this while they run around like a scooby-doo thing it's I, uh... oh my god dude there's hey remember the scene in dumb and dumber where he gets horrible diarrhea uh yeah this is like three or four times it's pretty funny right parker... <laughs> it's the rule of threes but with diarrhea parker according to um my sources here this movie did not make a profit at the box office that seems impossible damn even after <laughs> i helped out <laughs> Thank you for your service. I fucking I don't think I like movies anymore, you guys. 
<laughs> the game of games is really back when you have a reaction. I fucking like this. hate football too. Like just as a result, <laughs> like, nothing good comes from this it. This wasn't even the game of games. This was liar's hell. It was. It was gonna happen this week if it wasn't last week. Let's not yeah. bullshit each other. <laughs> so, Chris, here's the thing about my big fat Greek wedding. Okay. I absolutely get why so many normies like it. That sounds like an insult, but like I get it. Like all the jokes are pleasant enough. It's like a, it seems like a decently made movie. Yeah, it's a decently well told story about a girl like just stuck with her old fashioned family trying to be her own person. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's obviously not for me, but like, yeah, I understand it. I get yeah. how this would just make a gorillion dollars and just keep getting repeat customers. Yeah, I get it. I totally forgot Joey Fatone from NSYNC was just one of the random Greek family members. That was <laughs> incredibly surprising for me to see as I put this on after Larry the Cable <laughs> That must that have been a nice my, palate uh, cleanser. Uh, could have been worse. Yeah, well. There's, yeah. there's just a whole lot of, hey guys, you know, we're Greek. This is how Greek people do things. And at some point you have to ask yourself, like, can you be racist against Greek people? Because I think I'm starting to become one. <laughs> it's fucking endless. Let's get Stephanie on the line and ask her. Parker, I had a similar experience this week. Because Polly pranked Vinny by calling Uncle Nino to visit the house while he was gone. <laughs> Typing in Google, am I a bigot? Good big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> but like, it was, it was absolutely fine. Like, it's no surprise, like, hey guys, these romantic comedies aren't for me. Spoilers, I'm probably not going to like it. But like, I I could at least understand why this became like this fucking phenomenon that every woman over 40 saw. I get it. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I was... you could have been ship. You could have been chipwrecked. Oh, don't. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Alright, couple quick hits here. Alright. Alex, split second. Hell yes, dude. You guys. <laughs> that might be an episode. It's real fucking good. It is incredibly good. You were not exaggerating when literally the first line of dialogue is Roger Howard showing his badge to a dog <laughs> and calling said dog a dickhead. <laughs> like, I remember you talking about it, but it was like, I could re-listen, but I kind of want to go in mostly blind. So I remember like, yeah, it's like this post-apocalyptic future thing. He's hunting a killer. When we get to the end, it's like, wait, what is that thing? Was a real peppy <laughs> clapping moment for yeah. me. It's, like, oh, well, it's a serial killer that eats hearts. Also, it's a monster. You're welcome. Like, man. <laughs> the loadout scene, like, I love that he has his partner who's just this annoying asshole the whole movie. The partner sees the monster once and his brain just snaps. He's like, oh, we're all gonna fucking die. Everything's fucked. Holy shit, did you see it? Why is it so tall? Why do his hands look like that? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And then they just get giant automatic shotguns. It's such <laughs> a good movie. The fucking the shotgun miniguns are so good. The entire last, like, 30 to 40 minutes rules so fucking hard. Because, like, this is this is the trap we fall into all the time. Some movie you've never heard of from, like, 1992. You're like, Rucker Howard's in it. This has a cool premise. And then, like, 70 minutes in, you're like, oh, fuck, man. Where is anything? Why isn't anything happening? And this could have been that right up until it wasn't. And then it wasn't <laughs> for, like, a third of the movie. It was so fucking good. So, uh... I mean, when you talked about Dagon, you knew people oh, had to get in some right, goopy yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, absolute banger. No surprise, sloppy, gooey, disgusting. But of course, 
Lovecraft is a hack. We all have to come to terms with that. He's an old, bitter Never racist man. And the, trying to do this fucking face turn of like, actually, he wrote this letter before he died that said he regret. No, nope, don't care. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Still an old racist hack. Now, I experienced uh, something. So, I'm talking to one of my friends. He was like, hey, what's that a really goopy Lovecraft movie? I was like, oh, yeah, Necronomicon. I just watched it. He's like, oh, no, the other one. <clears throat> and I paused, like, hold on. What other one are to refer to? And he found it, and it's called The Resurrected. So I look it up, and I see it's directed by Dan O'Bannon, who did Return of the Living Dead. So I hit play immediately. This movie, it sucks right up until the point where it no longer sucks. And then it's incredibly gooey and incredibly good. Like, it's a almost like a detective story, trying to figure out, like, why this dude living in this creepy old cabin keeps disappearing for days at a time. Why he's getting all these shipments of blood and dead animals. And it's like, alright, something fucky's going on up there. Almost all the performances are bad, except the dude playing the bad guy, which is what you want. And uh, unraveling this mystery, they get... <laughs> I'm, like, sort of paying attention to, like, yeah, he got a delivery of all these bones. And I'm like, okay, what are we talking about? He's like, hey, do these names mean anything to you? And he lists them off. He's like, no. He's like, yeah, those names are all practicing wizards, and they're all dead. And that's a real, like... <laughs> Did he say this guy got a delivery of wizard bones? So you just start, like, inching <laughs> inching forward on the chair, like, all right, what are we doing? And then, like, ten minutes later, like, oh, yeah, there's a dead body up here. Come in. He goes to investigate. Walls are just painted in blood. Like, someone just took red paint and threw the whole thing at the wall. There's half a skeleton on the ground just covered in, like, little chunks of meat. And the cop walks in and goes, yeah, we think an animal got to him. So now I'm, <laughs> now I'm locked into this fucking movie. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then the entire last third of the movie just turns into what if we get really gooey necromancy stuff and skip. You know I'm passionate about gooey, sticky, early 90s practical stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's a pretty solid recommend. Hell yeah. Like, it sucks for a while, and then you'll know the exact point where it no longer sucks. (laughs) That's fun. Let's see a couple more quick things here. Do you remember in, like, the 2000s, like, early 2000s, where they made a bunch of movies based off famous serial killers? They did one for, like, all the big ones. I've never seen a single one of them. Your boy's just flipping through 2B TV. I see Dahmer, and I'm like, Alex, like, shit. And I scroll past it, and something on my brain goes, hey, go back for a second. And I'm staring at the picture, and I'm like, that guy looks. And I click on it. That sure does say Jeremy Renner. Might as well just hit play on that bad boy. <laughs> Hey, if you want to see a young Jeremy Renner uh, as <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, don't. Because it's fucking might as well be a made-for-TV movie. It's so flat and boring. It tries to take it super seriously instead of being, like, exploitation, which is what you would want. Because it just tries to be, like, a really serious, like, dark drama about you. He's had this... Not even, like, an abusive father. He just had a super Christian dad. He's like, hey, don't fuck guys. He's like, oh, I'm gonna make a living zombie and fuck the shit out of it. He's like, alright, cool, man. It's... Sounds pretty good. I was really hoping to have like a ton of fodder to joke about, but it's just mostly really boring. I mean, if you want a montage of Jeremy Renner butt fucking a bunch of dudes, I mean, you could do worse. I'd assume. I'd assume that does not cast a pretty (laughs) wide net. But yeah, I was really hoping for something funny. It's like this is just mostly boring, and why is this an hour forty-five? That seems unneeded. But that's all right. Another quick one. Uh, so, a couple years ago, there was a lovely Scott Atkins movie called The Debt Collector. Oh, fuck and yes. A, a sequel came out. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, buddy. 
they have such a great dynamic where it's just the one guy who's constantly getting them into jams, as one would politely call them. And the solution is always, all right, Scott, I guess you got to beat the fuck out of this room full of people. <laughs> Turns out you can just do that for me like five or six times and call it a movie. Because I'm here for it. Like, yeah, we got to go shake down this gym. Oh, I got my ass kicked. Scott, can you get in there? And he just immediately just arm bars the boxer, which makes all the other boxers mad. And then you get a big old fucking fight. And that happens like three times. So, yeah. Thumbs up. It's on Netflix. You don't have to pay for it. Let's see. Good point. Two more things. Ooh, I watched The Sixth Sense for the first time in a long time. Hey. Skip, The Sixth Sense is really good. Yeah, as it turns out. Taking away everything you know about M. Night Shyamalan, that movie's really fucking good. Uh, We'll get to M. Night Shyamalan. (gasps) Let's let's not. Uh, We have to when we talk about Smiley, but go on. (laughs) I, I wish we could go back to 1999 where... Like, nowadays, a meme happens, and two weeks later, it's like, who's this fucking boomer posting this? But back then, a meme lasted for three and a half years. Right. And that just, like, drove this movie, because I, I looked it up, and for, like, six straight weekends, it just made $20 million over and over and over, and people just kept going through word of mouth, and all of the hot memes and commercials. Like, all the performances are good. I skip, you know I don't like kid actors, period. He's so fucking good in this movie. Yeah, 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 he's really good. There are some really scary scenes in this movie, too. And I'd forgotten, like, I remember this movie scaring the fuck out of me as a kid. I'm like, oh, this is kind of spooky. And then it gets to the point where you see what he's seeing, and there's just a fucking floodgates of trauma open. Like, oh, fuck, that's right, the scene in the tent. And then the people hang. And then the, the bike crash. Oh, fuck. It was overwhelming. And also, I forgot Tony Collette was the mom, and oh my god, she's good in this. She's good in almost everything. Which is true. Yeah. It is. And also, like, the thing about the twist ending, like, even if you know it, it doesn't really matter. Like, Bruce it's, Willis isn't the main character. It's still really she... interesting to watch. I think yeah, it, one of the things I like about The Sixth Sense, and this is sort of taking a step back from movies, is M. Night Shyamalan is now known as a bad director. And uh, maybe also a bad writer, too. And he's earned that one. He's taken that one. uh, Also, bad person, bad human being, bad representative (laughs) of the species. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's talking about Lars von Trier. But, uh, you know, Shyamalan, you know, again, after uh, Lady in the Water... And uh, I guess Alex didn't like Split very much. And uh, don't say. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Last Airbender. Yeah, all right, I agree. He's a bad director, but he did make one really good movie, and uh, he can always hang his hat on that one. Yeah, like I was. Ex- I don't know what I was expecting. I did not expect to be just fully locked in, hundred percent. Like I've seen this before. I know everything is coming, but also. I cannot look away. I'm so into this. Every performance is great. Even like the side character. I love the shitty little kid in his class that thinks he's hot shit because he got to be in a fucking like tea commercial. That kid owns. Oh, that wait. My wait, Parker. Is this the scene where Shyamalan's cameo is him at a ring store? He's like buying a no, ring for the, his wife no, or he's, something? He's just the doctor. He has like two lines of dialogue. Like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you, weird ass kid. I don't remember which one it Deuces. is. Deuces. Where the funniest thing I'd ever seen Shyamalan do is he cameos in one of his own movies where he's buying a, a ring for his wife. And it was like, oh, wait, he shouldn't direct or write at all. He should just be an actor. He's pretty decent at that. And nothing uh, else. Yeah, here he says two lines like, yeah, your kid's fucking weird. The whole <laughs> dynamic is so good. The way, like, she just wants her kid to be normal. And the kid knows, like, 
him being a fucking weirdo is putting a huge strain on his mom, but doesn't want to tell her because she's already really going through it in life. It's God, it's so fucking good. <laughs> How can he write good movies like this? Why can't he do it again, man? Uh, uh, you know, but after enough tries, I think you just give up and not not try to capture that magic again. So just if you M Night, if you're listening, if you just stop making movies, we'd all really appreciate it. <laughs> nah, I think what's most important is like the movie 100 percent works without the twist. Like it, you could just stop the movie before you get to that scene. And you're like, that scene in the beginning with Donnie Wahlberg seemed like out of place, but other than that, it was all pretty good. Like, you could just chop it off; it changes not that much. Where every other movie, it's oh, I see. This was all just leading to this one moment to let me know that you got me you son of a bitch oh you clever boy also big shout out to just watching with my girlfriend and she's just like she thought this was something else and i'm realizing through the movie like wait i don't think she knows the twist you guys oh shit and just watching it unravel for the first time since like 1999 that someone didn't know was coming and they're like, wait, is she dead? And I'm just looking like, oh my god, she doesn't fucking know. Because <laughs> <laughs> she thought she seen it, so she was sort of half paying attention. And then like 20 minutes and realizes like, oh no, and just locks in. And then, god, the whole progression, you're like, something's up with this spooky fucking kid. And then, of course, you get that scene that we've seen a million times in every fucking scary movie. And then it turns into, I just kidding, this is a horror movie now. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Can't wait to watch Signs soon. Yeah. <laughs> that's a future episode one last brief thing folks we celebrated a very important anniversary last week <laughs> I celebrated it in my own special way our good friend Robert Pattinson has met a beautiful yes. young woman <laughs> and you know they don't get off to the best of starts but they really start to hit it off uh, you know his dad's Pierce Brosnan who looks terrifying the entire movie and he just has trouble with his home life, doesn't get along with his dad, is constantly getting in trouble with the cops. But, you know, at the end of the movie, he's going to become a better person. He's going to turn things around. He's getting along with his dad now. His relationship's getting better. He's like a good mentor to his younger sister. He's going to turn it around. He's going to go to that meeting at the office. And then we look at the blackboard. And what does it say? Does that say today's September 11th, 2001? Smash cut. Slow zoom out of the World Trade Center. With our boy, our Pat's inside. Rest in power again. Oh, remember me? Don't worry. I'll never forget. Is, is, never. This, is this the first time you've seen it, Parker? It sure is. <laughs> Like, you tell somebody about the ending of this movie, and they're like, surely they're embellishing. But it is, it is literally, literally a teacher in a classroom writing the date on a blackboard. Underlining it like three times, like, hey guys, this is going to be fucked up. The direct cut to him in the window. The slow zoom out, just so you have that realization, like, no. No, surely. And you see just both towers clear as day. Cut to black. I'm fucking wheeze laughing. And then the <laughs> ten minutes of misery porn that follow it. <laughs> oh my fucking god. They visit his fucking grave, dude. <laughs> like, not only was this experience wonderful, I also enjoyed texting my sister, who I remembered like, oh yeah, she saw this in a theater. Oh god. she was just Whoa. a teenage girl, like, oh, a new romantic comedy with the dude from, from Twilight. Yeah, and I got... Her experience of just the confusion, the looking around, like, 
what the fuck you guys? <laughs> and just knowing those lingering sad... It's almost like ten fucking minutes of everyone just being sad that he's dead. You know everyone was crying in that theater. It's so cool. Also, big shout out to the close-up of Piers Brosnan looking at the tower, looking like he's about to laugh every single time. <laughs> he could, could not even muster a frown for this movie. He's so cool. What a beautiful film that, you know... Guys, you should treat it every day like it's your last, because it might be. <laughs> treat so it like it's your last, but not watching Remember Me. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, like I thought of it as a joke, like oh, it'd be funny. It looked just like, well, it's on Netflix, so I guess I'm watching it. <laughs> Came home from work on September 11th, popped on Remember Me, and I, you're right. I will truly never forget it as long as I live. <laughs> It's just so matter of fact, just the teacher underlining it. It's a real, like, wait a second. And then it's the <laughs> smash cut to him in the mirror, in the window. It's the slowest fucking zoom out possible. Just to let it sink in. Like, no, surely. Like, surely this movie won't end like this. There's no way. The only thing that could improve that scene in terms of its stupidity is if you just hear, mm, what you say. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know exactly what I wrote down except the Wiz Khalifa song from Fury 7? <laughs> <laughs> we have a similar wavelength, though. Of course. <laughs> that is it for me, folks. <laughs> what a powerful week. Well, I'm glad you had such a good time. So, let's talk about, uh... Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing about Smiley, and here's the reason that I was uh, making a joke that we'd have to talk about Shyamalan again. At the very beginning of the movie, most of the characters are looking directly into uh, the camera, which is just the most Shyamalan fucking bullshit I've ever seen. He really likes that shot of people just looking directly into the camera when they talk. I don't know why. It's not innovative or creative or unique. It's just something that people who don't know how to direct do. So uh, that's what they do for this movie. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know why. The, I thought she meant the really cool ending. Oh, I was yeah, like, whoa. Well, also that. I didn't see, I didn't that, see coming. that coming. Uh, anyway, a little girl tells her older sister about Smiley. Because she's on Omegle, or whatever the equivalent of that is. Yeah, whatever fake chat roulette is in this universe, yeah, I can't remember. They called it hide and go chat. That's catchy. That's going to catch yeah, on. Yeah, that's, uh, you know. Anyway, More she's, words. The little girl tells her, uh, her older sister, hey, uh, have you heard about Smiley, the urban legend? And I haven't. Because Robert England never taught about it, so. Oh my god! Well, it should have made it into his class, though. Let's be real. Maybe, maybe if he had survived, that would have been like god, Urban Legends imagine, 102. Could you imagine Robert England talking about the lulls? I very easily actually. Because after I heard Keith David say it, anything's possible. Oh, we'll get to we'll get to Keith David. Get to Keith oh, David. That is god. maybe my favorite scene in cinema history. It's, it's so fucking. So good. we're. I guess they're kind of going for, like, a creepypasta thing, but... It, they're going for a lot of things. Yeah, but the girl's right. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like, how can he be everywhere at once? It doesn't really... <laughs> the conceit of the movie is, well, that's stupid. <laughs> 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 Fucking A+. Plus. Uh, anyway, then their dad comes in, who's played by Joel Osteen, and uh, he... <laughs> Man, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, right? He just comes in there. And uh, anyway, the the girl is chatting on this uh, website that she told her sister not to be on. 
And uh, one of the strangers says, I have to kill you. And he says, do, do I have to... Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. The stranger types in, I did it for the lulls three times, which means that Smiley... Three? I don't it, think it's the Bloody Mary three times. times. It's so dramatic every time it's zoomed in on the chat box. Like, is he going to say it the third time? Right. Like, fucking course he is. I've seen a movie before, but it's just like, oh, fuck, like, he's going to do it. He's going to say thinking, it the third time. Yeah, they kept, uh, they, they did that multiple times throughout the movie. I kept thinking on, like, the second time someone would check it out and shut their laptop. And like, oh, now I don't have to deal, deal with this anymore, you know? But, uh, no, he says it three times. Then she goes into a different room to check. They're doing, like, the scream thing. She comes back and Smiley, which is stupid, comes in and stabs her. Uh, through the back and the guy on the other end is just like whoa that's sick man and um, anyway we cut to a completely different person uh, <laughs> don't you love an effective cold open that leaves you spellbound and chilled for the rest of the movie right yeah uh, I think Big our... shout out to them showing like you typed I did it for the lulls <laughs> and then the next frame stranger typed like cool can't even get the most basic fucking okay so here's the thing here's the thing parker i noticed that too and i almost took a note on it however i think what they were trying to do in that scene is they were cutting to that guy's perspective you need to give this movie a little bit of credit disagree no i'm kidding anyway (laughs) anyway we cut to it kind of looks like uh if you remember adam's family values remember that female uh true camp staffer or whatever uh I do actually. Yeah, it kind of looks like her, and uh, she's kind of awkward, and she's going to a new school with a population of thirteen, and uh, she gets her new roommate, which is they have their own house. I don't, they could just afford that. Don't worry, in college, about it, man. it was a different time. Maybe, maybe she's got three part-time jobs, like the guy in the skulls. Well, you see, they were internet literate, so they were probably in on Bitcoin before all of us. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Speaking of the internet, it is so jarring to hear anyone say B out loud. I, <laughs> like, it kind of feels like they should be saying slash B slash. It's the only way I've ever heard to it refer. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing is, I, I, I always ever see it, like, typed out online. I've never heard someone say B out loud hey do you visit b maybe because i'm a normie but i mean i mean chris chris that's a lie because i can think of one jerry seinfeld oh right okay never mind in that case it changes everything (laughs) fuck you (laughs) in my head you were just like playing a game and you heard her go yeah i met these guys off b and then you just like hit pause and slowly turned your chair like the fuck did she just say that's surely? more or less i wasn't playing i was actually paying attention to this one i always pay attention if it's for the episode but um anyway she's like hey do you want to go to a party and this girl her name is ashley is our intrepid hero she's really really weird and as soon as she gets invited to the party i, I think the person who asked her is just like oh i shouldn't have done this so they go Whoops. to this uh house party and they encounter the world's most obnoxious party host and that this now, Parker, I want to talk about this guy, and could you... Okay, fine, Jesus. I don't know why my phone's doing this with the updates. Uh, for some reason, I couldn't quite understand what he was saying in this scene. Um, it kind of sounded like he was saying he's interested in the intersection between the strange and the retarded. He sure does. Uh-huh. He's Wait, he's surely he's not actually saying that, though. He's This guy... 
is so cool. He's is he actually maybe the saying that? I kept thinking he ever. was saying something else. So he says, "So is God strange or is God retarded?" Really makes you think, man. Yeah, I <laughs> be me. Contemplate universe. Meet God. Oh God, God is retarded. <laughs> So, like I said, the world's most obnoxious party host, mostly because he says some words that you can never take back. There's no evidence <laughs> that Bigfoot exists. All right, Almost. Yeah. With quotation marks. <laughs> Hope this guy fucking gets it. Take a look outside, man. The evidence is there if you just want to look for it. Um, anyway. Look, all I know is they show up at this party with all these hot young teens like, yeah, these are all my 4chan friends. I have seen an internet meetup, folks. Yeah. I will be good and goddamned. No a one's holding cookies one that she like didn't this. even want. Uh, there's nary a bridge to be found. There, there's a there's a black person. Exactly. Yeah. That was, she would have been stopped at the door. Parker, Parker, quick uh, check. Do I hand you my leather jacket? Parker, quick check. What is more offensive, Robert Pattinson getting God on 9-11 or the idea that internet culture was like this? It's... To take my culture away from me, I just be like, I should know you're all hot, young, cool people just hang out at house parties and go on chat roulette. Like, uh, no, it's called Stickham, first of all, and I regret most of it, but that's different. Okay, I, I have to admit, so Parker, you're well versed in this sort of bullshit. I thought B- 4chan didn't use usernames. I thought it was all just like a series of numbers because it's like always anonymous. You're always someone different. They can never track you, right? <laughs> Dude, could you imagine how much funnier this movie would have been if they were just, like, shouting strings of numbers at each other? <laughs> I wish they knew how to do green text in real life. <laughs> I mean, just a bunch of nerds running around like, uh, implying that I even care about Smiley. Now, here's the thing. The reason that 4chan doesn't use usernames is because you eventually get one guy who willingly calls himself Pedo Bear. Because he Third thought it would be Bill funny. Bill Shane Dawson. Holy dog shit. Not a good sign. Yeah, so... Not a good sign for your movie. So this individual who, again, willingly goes by the nomenclature Pedo Bear, gets kicked out of this party because he reported someone else's child pornography. Dude. He gets bullied because he reported child pornography. I was, when they introduced my screaming, hey, Pedal Bear, do you approve this message and throwing empty beer cans? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking funny. It's, it's really cool, but also, like, maybe the most accurate thing about exactly. the internet on this movie. <laughs> Someone did their research for this scene. So, anyway, he gets kicked out of the party, and uh, the Ashley's roommate explained to her explains to her what i did it for the lulls means which is i i would guess one of the most insulting parts of this movie because it's like how stupid do you have to be to an artist that is like oh i just did it for shits and giggles means and yet if you remember like all the articles that like came out uh, around the time that this movie was made or at the time that 4chan was actively used by people they would explain what this stuff means they do it for the lulls L-U-L-Z, a corruption of a popular internet acronym saying laugh out loud. It's like all those acronyms, like, here's what your kids are really saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any off the top of my head. Living under it. Larry Zonka. 
<laughs> they were all mostly racist, the ones I remember. Yeah, that's so what I uh, we pulled the emergency brake on that. So I kind of have to wonder here, Alex, you call the, the inhabitants of this movie internet literate. I wouldn't call them literate. I'm not sure how any of these people got into a college. Uh, they go to this one guy's class, which is about, was it uh, reason and ethics or something? Which uh, Ashley says... Facts and logic class, yes. Yeah, which Ashley says is, uh, oh, those are two words that mean the exact same thing. And the guy's like, ah, oh, yes, they're called, you know, I think he called it like circular facts. I'm like, oh, do you, do you mean like synonyms? Because that's actually what synonyms mean. Also, they're not. Um, that class, I, I want to talk about this class because the movie talks about this fucking class all the time. There's a guy in that class that the professor despises. <laughs> I like that little that was probably the actor's choice like oh if we're gonna film like eight scenes in this classroom I'm just gonna fucking harp on this kid all day this long. one kid is called on all the time to give an answer and all of his answers are like kind of like obvious answers like might as well ask him so you there Jeremy what exactly <laughs> is two plus two uh well it's like four man but you could be a professor here <laughs> he asks him a question he just reads the answer off the board he's like wow he can read it's like motherfucker this is day one what am I supposed to do we just started why do you already know my name <laughs> so yeah he just despises that kid I don't know why but uh he does anyway um so here's the thing about this college class they keep showing this college class over and over and over again. And this professor, I don't know why. Were they just pressed for content? And they couldn't think up any more scenes where someone chases someone with, with a knife? It's just... Turns out uh, 90 minutes is a long time, Chris. Yeah, so they have to fill it up with all these talky, borderline philosophical moments. It felt like it was a pseudo uh, uh, Kevin Smith movie, you know? It, you know it's really easy to stage? Two people sitting in a teacher's office. Oh, that. <laughs> you can film. You can crack that out. Be done about two thirty. Go get some food. You're done for the day. Oh, someone said food. Anyway, so, so hungry. as he leaves the classroom, Ashley, our intrepid hero, stop, stops him, and she says a line that will stay with me until I die. I was just wondering if I could get all the semester's assignments in advance. Excuse me a second. What the fuck? I want her shoved in a locker so badly. If I was a I've teacher, a if I was a teacher, I would say one thing to her. No! Absolutely. I haven't even typed up any works. of the assignments yet. <laughs> I'm day drinking in my office. I haven't written this shit. <laughs> like, they're on a balcony. You have to grab her by the shoulders and just... Hoop. <laughs> Give her a good, sturdy shake. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And then he asks, are you hitting on me? And she's like, what? No, I have a very good reason for asking for all of the semester's assignments in advance. I'm a fucking loser. It's <laughs> it's so funny that, like, you know, we've watched all these movies recently that have, like, this professor character in them. And this guy is maybe the most obnoxious of them. And yet every time that we've went to talk about the movies, I've gotten this guy mixed up with whatever professor was in the actual movie we watched. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I can see that. Uh, he kind of has like a Dan Aykroyd hair going on for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out that so, her uh, her roommate is the world's most obnoxious roommate. This, this movie is mostly populated by very obnoxious people. Uh, her roommate is, I don't know, it's the way that she talks about her is... 
uh, kind of demeaning for much of it. It'd be like, oh, we'll go to the place and tell that this internet killer kills somebody. You're a fucking idiot. How dare you? Don't you dare live with me. <laughs> I just watched someone die. Yeah, I just watched a human being get their throat cut. Sorry. So sorry, I'm not handling it well. Proxy. <laughs> I was waiting for. Nah, somebody call else me to proxy. Uh, no, I'll call you Stephanie. You fucking idiot. What are you talking about? Uh, don't call her Stephanie just because she's stupid. Anyway, uh, call me the Patriots one millionth follower. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Anyway. It's funny. Until the end of time. <laughs> anyway, so our intrepid hero, who's a good person, and the protagonist kills somebody. <laughs> no, but it's okay, because for it to work, you have to actually really want it to happen. So it was an accident. She just really, really wanted that person to die, and they did. Don't you feel bad for her? I guess it was worth it. Uh... So here's the thing, like... The, the guy gets killed because she types in a dead for the loss, a dead for the loss, a dead for the loss. It's more like it was, I know kills the guy. And uh, she and a rumor are like, okay, let's uh, keep it a secret between us. Flashback to, like, Sorority. And this is a point where Sorority is a much better movie. Who would have thought? And, uh, like, the idea that keeping it a secret, that sort of comes back later on. And it's, like, something that becomes a big moment that's brought up over, over and over again. And this one, I don't think the secret's really playing in the back of her mind. I think she's more thinking about that fucking psychotic killer who stitched his eyes shut <laughs> hey let's just keep this secret I can't stop screaming I wake up yelling every night I cannot stop seeing that face yeah I'll just brush it back you know I got the whole semester's homework that'll keep me busy <laughs> everything's fine gonna go meet up with my psychiatrist once or twice to leave, leave a dangling thread of yeah you've been crazy ever since your mom left bye yeah are we at 90? 85? Alright, come back tomorrow. I'll fill your prescription, I guess. So, yeah, so everyone... time sooner or later. That's the thing. Everyone's performance sucks in this movie. Everyone... And I don't know if it's, like, the performances themselves. Maybe it's the editing. It's not cutting off where it ought to. Could be the angles. Could even be the, be the way it's recorded. I don't know. But it's just really shitty. So we go to our second house party. And there's just some guy who's PC gaming on multiple monitors. <laughs> you want to talk about feeling seen on movies? <laughs> oh man, let's all get drunk. Uh, actually, uh, raids before grades. I have to be here. I signed a guild charter. I will be there. It's fantastic. Your roommate taking off your noise canceling headphones. Can you turn it down? <laughs> Angrily clicking pause on Winamp. Why make a playlist if I just have to listen to your fucking party music all night? You don't have anything Fine. from the Final Fantasy VII Remix. Oh, God. <laughs> Tyler! Have you, heard of, have you guys heard of MF Doom? <laughs> okay, that was below the belt. I don't appreciate that. I think, the, I think the best part about it is that his computers are just set up in the middle of the room. It's just, he doesn't even have his own room. It's just right there where everyone can see it. So, you see, uh, the thing about Childish Gambino is that he raps about his <laughs> haters in his songs. Yes. <laughs> Look, what, when you have a dorm, you don't have the wall space for a tri-monitor setup. And you just, you take over the living room. That is not your command center. <laughs> so you gotta get a to big old butt coin house off campus. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Sorry I melted your brain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so she encounters some more of the people that she met at the first house party. It's like a crossover. And uh, they encounter, what's his name, Zero Cool or whatever. 
and yeah, uh, might as well be. And that guy with the glasses who was responsible for the opening kill. Why is that guy so ugly? That guy is that guy is the coolest character in this movie. He is so 100%. ugly. He's like the American version of the ugly guy from Midsummer and Bandersnatch. <laughs> Him doing like, oh, what's what's my role? Oh, you like the obnoxious college friend? Cool. So crank that up to about fifteen. <laughs> Got it. Every single delivery is so good. Yeah, he the fucking line where they're like, where she's like on the ner- verge of like having a fucking panic attack. And he just makes a Truman Show joke, walks off, puts his arm around his friend's shoulder, goes, Oh, my life is a show! <laughs> walks off camera. It's so fucking Alex, funny. did you write that character? Because that sounds like something you'd... <laughs> I think that character is just actually me. He just, I just forgot. I, had, I forgot I filmed this movie in I a freak state. <laughs> it was an ad lib. All he could think of was, Oh, Truman Show. My life's a show. Cut. Great. Next scene. Perfect. <laughs> that, Don't change a thing, dude. That's incredible. So anyway, she encounters Smiley and runs away. Yep. And in the next scene, uh, uh, copy paste, copy paste, yeah. copy paste. All right, time for the yeah. Finale. There's a couple. There's a couple things here. Um, I just oh, one more note here. Uh, I don't want to skip over this. She goes to Zero Cool's house, and yes, he's got a gun. He asks her, "Is that a gun?" He holds up the gun and says, "Is this this gun? Is this gun a gun?" Yes, this gun is a gun. And uh, she says, "Why do you have that gun?" And he says, because I'm a security professional. A network security professional. That's why he has a gun. Um, <laughs> the reveal of like, oh, this guy that's been, all these, that's been all these college parties. Yeah, he doesn't go to college. He's a hacker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair here, that is absolutely 4chan logic. Like, oh, you know, we're, we're doing, like, deep, important stuff here on this shitty internet forum where everyone posts child porn. I gotta get a gun to protect myself from the feds, because they're gonna come... Because we're, we're discovering too much in this universe of knowledge. Like, same, that but absolutely that, some 2007 4chan Same, shit. but that That's guy real. was reading Little Links, and he saw the word Coolidge. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So <laughs> The most realistic line of this movie by far is this hacker guy on fortune waving a gun and yelling college is for retards <laughs> yep. that is the most true to life thing i've ever seen <laughs> so anyway uh, the scenes from here on out until the climax basically go uh classroom scene ashley gets haunted like nicole brown simpson classroom scene ashley gets haunted by like nicole brown simpson they just keep repeating until the dramatic ending uh <laughs> which um. Oh. We need to talk about the conversation with the police, which is oh right, I forgot. Okay, okay, yeah, she I've has to go. Seen in my she life, she has to see Detective Keith David. Oh my! When I saw him, my face lit up so hard because it's you're leaning forward like, fucking say it, please <laughs> see, say it. It's like Keith, like you you see him on screen in this movie, and your brain goes. Surely they did not get Keith David to be in this movie. Surely I am just racistly confusing this with somebody else. Yes, exactly. And then you open IMDb and you look at, oh, no, yep, that's Keith David in this movie. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. Because yeah, she has a fucking psychotic breakdown in the library. And he's like, I guess I'll call the police. And you just get Detective Keith David be like, so uh, your friend's on uh, cyberspace, killed someone, huh? <laughs> and she's in tears. Oh, what a good movie. <laughs> Keith David saying, I did it for the lols is 
Can that just be our show <laughs> intro now? <laughs> just that scene. I, I, I don't want to uh, remember that part of the internet. I love that he says it three times in a row, like Bloody Mary, and every consecutive time he sounds more and more disgusted. Like, you're getting one take out of me, so make sure all these cam- all both cameras are rolling, because I'm not saying this shit again. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, it's just nice to see Keith David again. It's nice to see he's getting work. If only he was getting actual work. <laughs> the scene ends with him being like, look, it's all bullshit. Uh, you should probably see a psychiatrist. She goes, I am seeing a psychiatrist. He just goes... Well, that's too bad. Cut to next scene. <laughs> <laughs> this has a lot of accidentally hilarious things in it. Yeah. Whoever cut this together for him is my hero. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, uh, she goes to... It's kind of hard to set up because... Um, well, how do, how do I say this? So, she's in her house and she's doing a, a Google chat. Sorry, stick cam. With uh, her roommate, Proxy. And uh, <laughs> they're like, oh no, uh, Smiley's right outside. Uh, it, you Tell you what you, we'll do. Instead of calling the cops, you type I did it for the lulz three times and I have a gun and I will shoot Smiley and he will die and uh, we won't have to deal with him anymore. That seems great for the supernatural idea of a killer, I guess. Uh, Worst plan I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> she ends up this ethereal being that just teleports to wherever something's typed. Like, I'll just two-shot him with the Master <laughs> Hacker's gun. Oh, it's a pistol from Halo 1, though, so it's really powerful. Anyway. Uh, That's true. Uh, you can so, zoom in and everything. So, correct me if I'm wrong. I think she opens up the door and accidentally shoots her boyfriend, who also gets his throat thrip by Smiley. <laughs> This guy is just introduced as, oh, hey, pedal bear. He's like, oh, actually, uh, they're just mad because I reported their child porn. And then they fall in love. <laughs> he just gets his throat cut. Yeah. What a cool character arc. Anyway, so he slumps down the guy. Oh, no, I accidentally killed my boyfriend. And uh, then Smiley comes in. Then another Smiley. Multiple Smileys. The stupid mass and everything with knives. And they chase her out. And she dramatically knows a way to get out. She jumps out of a second story window. And she falls on the ground and dies. And they take off their masks. <laughs> you are underselling. Because there's that moment you're like... Because it's like... Like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre where she's like, fuck this! And just jumps out that window. And you do that slow zoom in on her face. Like, alright, and then her eye opens. No. Are we gonna are we just gonna brush past her walking into that house with I did it for the lulz painted in blood on the walls? Oh yeah, I, forgot I forgot about that. About Thank that. you. Thank you. <laughs> like a fucking country ass haunted house. Like, ooh, it's written in blood. He's gonna get you. <laughs> I I would be lying if I said that or if I didn't admit that uh <laughs> when I saw that that was my desktop background for like a week just that fucking <laughs> shot of the living room in the house that I did it for the lulls painted on the wall that's oh I mean that's the thing is I, I think it's about that moment when you see that shit that you have to wonder is this movie trying to say something is this movie trying to say something about 4chan oh don't worry We'll get there. Anyway, so they take off their she mask. She just, like, no clips out that window and falls. You're like, oh, fuck, how are they going to get it? I, I also she, want to talk about the dramatic oh, shot okay. of it, her slow motion going out. It's almost as dramatic as the ending of Urban Legend. She practically jumps out like, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> she just eats shit and dies. Yeah. 
So anyway, you're just anyway. How do you kill her like that? Anyway, gents, uh, they I'm uh, sorry. They take off their masks. It's it's turns out it was zero cool, and also some girl I've never seen before, and uh, they uh, they're like, oh, it was all our brilliant idea to kill this girl. Isn't that really cool and funny and awesome? And uh, for the laws, dude. Her. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, this is a long con. This is a real long con. Turns out, Petabear. Yeah, man, was... you remember? <laughs> you remember the pranks people used to play on the internet? I guess. You know how internet people still swat each other? Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, so here's the thing: like, <laughs> Petabear comes in, and he's like, "Oh, he was, I guess, the mastermind behind it all," and uh, he's like, "People don't understand. 4chan thinks we're off message. No, they're off message." I'm like, so what's their message? We should just do it for the lulls, I guess. I don't know. And I, it's such a bizarre thing to me because it's like, really, dude? You set yourself up being called Pedo Bear in public and having beer cans <laughs> thrown at you to own this girl like a semester later? Was it Parker. worth it? Parker, buddy, you want to say the line? <laughs> I want you to say the line. There are... You're gonna have to be more specific because I wrote down several. <laughs> it might involve our friend Tayzande. Oh, okay, thank, good. Right, I had that. We're one thinking of the yeah. exact same one. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all looking forward to it. <sighs> He's like the pyramids, or the works of William Shakespeare. He is chocolate rain. <laughs> Smiley will live on forever. I guess we have our opening theme song. <laughs> what a fucking movie! Also, like, yeah, their uh, their message is off. Like. What fucking raiding Hobo Hotel? What are you talking about? Just a bunch of fucking neats posting all. What are you? Whatever, man. So that's the thing. It's like at some point, I think Proxy talks about like some of the good things that 4chan has done. One of the things she lists is trolling Scientology. Yeah, got him. <laughs> They're gonna really put now. them we in their place. <laughs> I just like he gives this whole grand speech about like showing them the ways. Like, yeah, we'll be famous. Like. We're wearing masks. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I gotta go. Don't worry, there's gonna be smiley masks everywhere. Like the fuck, there are. What are you talking about? This looks like shit. It's just some shitty webcam kill. Like, oh no, these are gonna be so popular for three months while people still use this site, and then no one's ever gonna talk about it. Chocolate this rain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> who else stayed around for the post credit scene? Oh, me, me, me. Skip. <laughs> you, know, I did. you know I did. Parker, didn't I tell you about this because you didn't know about it? <laughs> uh, hold up. We, we actually, we should probably talk before we do this that there is a, a final kill where, um... Oh, yeah, what, I guess what, there technically is. Yeah, Proxy gets killed by the real Smiley. Turns out Smiley was real the entire time. I, okay, fine. And... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you figure it out. And then the final shot of the movie the i would say the most uh anticipated post-credit scene i've ever seen none of the marvel movies count uh <laughs> this is incredible nothing no, no, I, I guess it oh. <laughs> <laughs> the end air horns you see it could actually arrow. it's a metaphor for her third eye opening because she's now part of 4chan and now, now she knows now all she's... the world secrets and you see there's this guy q and he lives in thailand and uh <laughs> i don't even get it i don't even like what, what's she gonna do is she gonna go to keith david also, yes, yeah, Smiley's real now. She'll just actually get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my revenge on these. Oh, fuck. You can just summon him. Well, okay. I guess I'll go into the computer. Yeah. 
Detective Keith David Trent. That's the sequel we deserved. Where Keith David's just like Dr. Loomis following her around. <laughs> down, smiling. Didn't take it out for air, did I? So what do we think about <laughs> Smiley? This is a perfect movie. There's a I'm so glad it's lived on. 45 minutes in there. The beginning and ending are so good. And then it has a bad case of... How do we get... Well, we still have that library set. We can go back in there, right? Yeah, have her just research Smiley again. Chris, out of curiosity, where did you find this movie to watch it? Uh, <laughs> I... Uh, what the thing is... Uh, I, I went and I found that torrent. It's interesting that you could, because I couldn't. Oh, so here's here's the <laughs> this thing. movie is so hard to find. I rented it for three dollars off Fandango now. <laughs> well, I'm sure because right. I wanted to watch it on my TV. <laughs> as long as as long as I know I can rent it somewhere. Well, that's yeah. You're gonna be showing this to people in the future. A small price. Oh, to I pay. already have, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Parker knows. God, the fact that I watched that and I'm like at work one day, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna join y'all in the stream. And you're like, hey, have you heard of this? It's like. I guess I'm going to eat up all my phone battery today because <laughs> I'm not going to not watch Discord this stream. Like eight of us just typing, I did it for the lulls in each other. <laughs> I fucking love this movie so much. It's, it's I mean, so it good. sucks total ass, but yeah. also, it's really good. It's a movie that, like, I feel like I could show to, like, four people in my life and they would love it unconditionally. And everyone else, if they were like, hey, what are you watching? I would just turn it off. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Just mash that power button. Like, nope, not today. <laughs> you don't need to know this lore. You already think so little of me. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, what are we doing next week? Well, hold on, buddy. No. Don't we have a little uh, little housekeeping to do uh, here? I, yeah, but you know, next you week thought you were getting away with this. Uh, you, you see, I'm in a busy. sense, the game of games is the post-credit scene yeah, of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of treats at the end for those. Yeah. Stick around. What, if, what if it was Bigfoot underneath the smiling mask? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Parker, your team's went 6 and 4. I can list them off if you'd like, if you want to try to nah, remember them. You good? Ah, just I like surprises. I also went six and four. No. Oh man. Oh man. We all tied. That's awesome. That's really weird. You know how eighteen teams must have won this week, right? Yeah. That's so. Yeah. All three of us had six wins. So yeah. let's let's count up. All right. Dolphins. That's a loss. Colts. That's a loss. Giants. That's a loss. Lions. Ooh, tough one. Uh, Buccaneers. That's a loss. Panthers. That's a loss. And 49ers, That's a loss. That looks like seven losses for Chris. <laughs> How many wins, though? So, what if uh, I get, like, more wins than losses? What if I went nine and seven? So who remembers how ties work? Oh, I actually do not. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that exact phrase. Like, like just that, puts your my hair stand cold. on edge. All right, so uh, we're both going to assign something to Chris this week, since no. he is the loser. <laughs> like, hey, you know how these work? You both get to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I got so nervous. You know, it's oh. the only fair way. So, uh, Parker, would you like to assign our friend Chris a movie first, or should I? You go first. I want to hear no. how you take this. So, I want to take, how you take out your Marmaduke rage. So we've been, uh, you know, we've been fairly liberal about the definition of movie before, and this as long, as long as it fits like a, a time frame, right? I guess you know, oh, like a hundred minutes or so is fair. You know, maybe something that's 10, 10 minute episodes, and uh, and stars Kevin Hart, and it's called Die Hart on Quibi. <laughs> God damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's, uh, your friend John Travolta's in it. 
Um, is he really? He sure is. He's the bad guy. That's rough. It's called Die Hard and it's on Corby. Die Hard with a with like Kevin Hart's name. Oh, with, with a T. Well, and, that sounds fun. And I'm sure you haven't used up your Quibi two-week free trial yet. I don't so. think I've even started it, so... <laughs> Do we awesome all get one? You. Or? you see, the oh, thing gosh. is, I had to assign this to you before Quibi disappears from the internet, so... <laughs> <laughs> we are on a ticking clock, because oh, wow. Quibi is not doing well. Let's see. What on a side, my good friend? Oh, you don't deserve Delta Farce. You didn't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> good thing I got a good roster of teams this year, and also the Eagles. <laughs> oh, I have an idea. <coughs> hey, uh, Chris, do you remember when Sin City came out? Yeah, 2005. Oh, no. Do you remember when The Spirit came out afterwards when Frank Miller was like, yeah, I can direct a movie like that. Oh no! <laughs> I want you to go ahead and just report back to me on that. One. Wait, wait! I I remember the spirit. That's the animated horse movie. Uh, I mean, how was War Horse, that. Chris? Actually, you can watch either one. I'll take either. <laughs> you can watch the movie directed by Frank Miller. That's like, hey, it's Sin City again. Isn't that you guys like that, right? Or you can watch the animated horse movie. I've never even seen that the is... animated horse movie. I can tell you that much. So, uh, get that choice. animated horse away from me, bro. <laughs> okay, so, remember how I said we were going to have two community teams this year? Yeah. They're the Jets and the Washington football team. Oh. And keep this in mind, because you will be following the fortunes of these two teams as if they are your own for we'll the entire We'll forget this season. within 20 minutes. <laughs> so, so, here's the thing. When one of these two teams wins, we roll a dice and we all get a bonus associated with it. Oh. Like a good thing. So, because the Washington football team won this week, we're going to get a good thing. It could be... Asterisk. It, it could be one of many things. Like, we'll, we'll <laughs> only... We only... Only the dice knows what we're going to see. So, I'm going to grab this. Great. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sound is incredible. It was so ominous. <laughs> All right, let's see what great things are coming. Thud. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, so how this says. All right, dying? let me just double check what this is. Okay, so we all get an immunity idol, that we can use on one movie at any point during the football season. It carries I'm over. So, so happy can... I didn't waste something really mean. <laughs> <laughs> so remember that everyone's got one of these, and they don't go away unless you know something happens to make them go away. I don't, I don't know that there's anything on there that would do that, but whom's just to say what'll be in store next week? So this is like what I use the bumper does three times in a row. Basically, yes. All right. Unfortunately, the New York Jets are the worst team in the NFL. So we will now roll the bad dice for them. Oh, there's a second dice. There's a bad dice for when your, oh. your community team loses. Clog. <laughs> are these made so out of cast iron? this glass desk, you guys. <laughs> the desk is glass, so everything's just loud on it. Oh, it sounds like it's cast iron. All right, so I'm not sure what I was thinking when I wrote this one, so I'm going to try oh, to interpret that's it. No. Because this just says Kevin James. No. Oh, no. Reroll it. That's so, a reroll. He's why I'm going to the idol on this. I'm just going to go ahead and say that you can pick a Kevin James movie on your own volition that you would like to watch, and I will do the same. 
God. It just has to have Kevin James in it. That's the rule. So, All right, let me Google who Kevin. So James preferably is. starring. Like, don't be a dick about it. But you know, I mean, I don't, he said, what, he said yeah, in let it. Me, so, I mean, let's he shows up for two seconds. That don't count. That's just... No animated. Fuck you. You can't cheat. I, I haven't seen Hotel Transylvania two yet. I know you haven't. That's that's a Kevin James movie. I knew what you were gonna Come go on. for. I don't want to see Paul Blart. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It's weird how that, that worked out, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think no anim. No, no. There's there's so many animated movies on here. Um, is, I mean, otherwise, I'm just going to watch Hotel Transylvania, I'm going to be honest with you. All right, so here's the I thi- have seen none of them. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to creatively interpret what I wrote down here. Also, for whatever reason, there's an IMDb list called Favorite Hollywood Men that Kevin James is on, where the, the fucking picture is Taylor Lautner, so I'm going to click on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. Because we're using the honor system here, you know, we're in a time where everyone's trying to, you know, take more personal responsibility for things. You can watch any Kevin James movie you want. But if you if you try to skirt the rules somehow, there will be consequences. Fine. Boy, this is a diabolical. Yeah, list here. I. You can pick any of them, buddy. It's fine. He was in a all movie. the ones like huh, Chris had to watch that. He had to watch that. He had to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Great. God damn it! I fucking hate the Jets. This is every week for the whole fucking season. <laughs> We're not gonna win a game. God damn it! Well, at least the at least the the football team will, will win us five or six. God damn it! <laughs> so nah, 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 nah. All right. No, it'll be fun. We'll have community teams. <laughs> a week later, so I thought of this. Uh, all right, sure. Also, one of the spaces in the bad dice is absolutely liar cell. So, Uh-oh. god damn it. <laughs> It's real cool oh, how this. fucking like it's it's week two. It's week two, and we're saying no, no, you're not allowed to watch any animated Kevin James movies. You can yeah, watch, dude. You can watch the animated ones if you want. Just I'm just saying, spirit of the game, like <laughs> spirit of the game. Because I'm looking like, oh, he has a cameo in this movie. I could do that. No, no, no. Yeah. We all have to hurt. Cortana. When does Hubie Halloween come out? I could just fucking cross that off before someone assigns it to oh, me. Oh, it's in post, bro. It hasn't come out yet. I'm sorry, what is this movie? An eight-year-old boy is willing to do whatever it takes to end World War II. And I think oh, Kevin James is his dad. You went right to the one that says little boy. Okay, so we might all be watching the World War II Kevin James movie. <laughs> that says Michael Rappaport. Alright. Well, God damn it. Oh, cool. He's in Pixels. So if you guys want to, you know. Oh, you I know. think one of us has already seen that. Wonder who it is. There's no telling as to who it could be. <laughs> so what are we doing next week? Is. Sounds upset. Should we do Nighthawks? Since we've been talking about it for ages. And that's the tea, sis.